We now continue with more of The Mark Milton Show with The Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to roll around. Wearing my six shoes. Smash with you here. Appreciate you listening. It is The Mark Milton Show with Icer Smashington. Always turn you on to the good stuff. That's why I'm turning you on to this guy. Not only for your tax situations, because he is the St. Louis tax lawyer, stltaxlawyer.com. But this dude is pretty hip on a lot of different things as far as pop culture is concerned, sports, media, all that kind of stuff. So we got a show for you here that's going to include a little bit of everything. Not only the help that you can get by going to stltaxlawyer.com and help yourself as far as uplifting you out of your tax problem, because if the IRS is on your S, if you know what I'm saying, you want this guy right here. Mark Milton is his name. Let me talk sports with you. You ready? Sure. Absolutely. So Dr. Fauci says, Hey, we can play football come the autumn, but can nobody be in the stands. Okay. But the teams can play, but they've got to be sequestered in separate hotels. And they have to have medical supervision in those hotels. And then they come, come play on Sunday and everybody be happy because you'll be seeing football, the American game. Now, here's the crazy part about it. I'm thinking these guys are big, thick dudes. And when somebody tackles you and he's sweating on you or spitting on you or bleeding on you, is there not an endangerment there, Dr. Fauci? I go to Mark Milton. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's certainly his recommendation. I yeah. think it seems like he would say, let's not do anything sports-wise until we're back, you know, we have a vaccine right. or this thing that's has what I would think. been yeah. eradicated. But I think he's trying to balance the reality that people want and need an outlet. They, they need do. sports right now. Yeah. And I think that might sound crazy, but I think, you know, uh, the PGA Tour just announced they're going to plan to have their first event in June with no spectators yeah. um, golf, obviously a lot different than football where right. you have, you know, football, as you said, a lot of c contact in your face. Same with, I mean, you look at basketball, hockey. Yeah. I mean, if you're right, those are kind of sport baseball, a little less. So, I mean, you might be able to keep a little bit of social distance, but I right. mean, from a reality, you know, from, from a practical standpoint, those things are true. But um, I also think that you can make all these plans. And then if somehow one of these players, gets the coronavirus yeah what happens then right it, you gotta it shut down to, the game right it goes to what we talked about earlier with the restaurants i mean if you go back to normal or try to go back to some semblance of normalcy how do you plan for another outbreak or right. you know another and i think that a decision ultimately is going to have to be made by the president to say we're going back to business as, as usual as possible yeah. and we'll deal with any sort of outbreak as it comes up, but we're not going to shut down the economy any longer. We yeah. just can't afford to do it. And I think starting with the golf in, in June, I think hopefully there's been ideas about baseball, having everyone, you know, stay in Arizona or Florida and having new right. leagues formed yeah. out of the spring training leagues. Um, yeah, I mean, that's also going to put a, a tremendous toll on those players and their families. I, you know, you're going to have to have the player unions and the owners get together and work out some sort of a deal um, because there's always, you know, it's all about money. It's all yep. about, you know, uh, you know, the unions and, and what they're willing to do. And obviously most people would be okay, okay with spending extra time yeah. in Florida or Arizona. Um, but there are a lot of different considerations, yep. um, 
totally, I don't foresee fans being allowed to come. And I also think even if they did open it up to fans, I think you'd see a dramatic reduction in the number of people wanting to oh, attend yeah, games because yeah. it's already, you've already seen a downturn in, in attendance because people can watch games on TV. Their 870-inch HD TV at home. Um, don't have to pay $12 for a right. beer. All those things that have already impacted sports. Yeah. Um, and what's all, another interesting piece is sports gambling because Good point. in the last year plus, we've seen a uh, Supreme Court decision basically say that states are uh, able to choose if they want to allow sports gambling in their states. And we've seen a number of states go ahead and, and go forward, New Jersey being one, saying we're going to allow sports gambling. And I do think, you know, people are bored right now. People yeah. are at home and, and struggling. And I think once sports do resume, you will see a huge uptick in, you know, sports gambling throughout the country, um, which presents a whole other number of issues in yeah. terms of, uh, you know, game fixing and things like we, oh, we, we've brother. yet to experience. You imagine that. As a country, we haven't seen yep. full-scale legalized sports betting um, that I anticipate happening in the next year or so. And so um, it'll be a very interesting time for sports. I can't say I feel sorry for Stan Kroenke out in California who's, <laughs> who's uh, right. already had billion-dollar overruns. I think he's up yeah. to $5 billion on his 60,000, 70,000-seat right. stadium that's – Going to have a really hard time drawing yeah. fans. So I do think karma uh, is playing a role there for him. Uh, well, I tell you what's playing a, a big role, and it's going to hurt Kroenke, uh, is that the new colors for the Rams are very pastel, very unfootball-like. And uh, that's just me thinking out loud. I'm not a designer. But at the same time, have you seen those oh, colors? It, the logo's awful. I know. It's awful. It it looks like the Chargers logo. That's what I also thought was good point. It does was weird. You know, it's got the yeah the A with the it almost looks like a lightning bolt, right? Exactly. Which I think was intended to be a, a ram horn. It's the horn, yeah. But it looks almost like a lightning bolt, and the fact that they're supposed to be sharing a stadium with the Chargers, yeah. uh, I don't know who was behind that, but right on. they deserve to be fired. See, I would have thought that pastel would uh, take better to like Miami or something like that. But uh, hey, whatever. Let me get back to this. The president, in a way, you got to feel sorry for the dude, whether you like him or not. Because if he says, let's play football, then somebody gets hurt and somebody gets corona, and that's it's his fault. If he says, nope, we're not going to play football, well, you've ruined my life. I can't see football. It's his fault. So, in a way, there's a double-edged sword for this, uh, this guy. And whether you like his politics or not, I ain't uh, talking on that. I'm just talking about the decision that he's got to make. He's going to piss off somebody one way or the other anyhow, and he's got to live uh, under the rule of that particular sword of Damocles, uh, if you will. Now, what I see out of this whole deal, if it works by some chance, without the people in the stands, a long time ago, they, NFL, were talking about how can we get these games on and charge big money for these games. Because if you want to see a game, it's one thing to have the whole football program. You pay 12 bucks a month or whatever it is. But now they can charge per game. And it's almost like movies. If you want to see a first-run movie, you can stream it, but it's 20 bucks. Now you say, okay, well, you have a movie-watching party, but you can't because you can only have two or three people around you. So I see this as, to use the term, an opportunity for that to come to the fore, especially if this corona thing hooks on big. Well, obviously, the the leagues, all of the leagues, have huge TV contracts yep. uh, with the various networks. And um, when we talk about the economic fallout, there's certainly a domino effect there. When you look at, you know, whether it be the NBA with their deals with ESPN, TNT, not having the NBA playoffs, 
is a huge blow yep. not only to the league in terms of revenue for tickets and 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 um uh merchandise and all the things that go with that but also for these media companies yeah. who you know the masters another example i mean yep. cbs what they pay oh, to, yeah. to have the masters That's is right. enormous um and and the risk of not having that i know they've they've moved that to the fall and hopefully that that happens um but yeah it's it's um the the it, again it all comes down to the money right how do, yeah. how do you uh try to recoup some of the lost money and whether they try to do some sort of pay-per-view type deal mm -hmm. um remains to be seen um i will say that i think in terms of i think the athletes want to get back to playing and i think that you know that that will be something where you know talking about who you're going to blame if this happens obviously the players are, you know, free to choose whether they want to go back to playing. And Good you may point. have some players yeah. that decide they don't want to. And in terms of the decision-making, that's why we elect leaders, right? Because yep. you're always going to have the peanut gallery who is <laughs> going to right. second guess or play Monday morning Monday morning quarterback. Yeah. But I think what America wants is, are, are leaders who are going to stand up. And I think that's why you've, you've seen Andrew Cuomo in New York become popular because the guy goes on TV every day right. and he says it how it is and he, yeah. he he exudes leadership. And I think Donald Trump, for all his flaws, has demonstrated leadership through this, whether or not you agree with what he's doing or right. saying or, or the decisions he's making. I do think there's going to be – there will be a point, and maybe it will already ha have happened, where you know, he's going to say, this is what we're going to do. We're going to, and, and they've talked about all these new measures, um, the guidelines, you know, they keep referring to guidelines, they're not orders, but here's what we need to do to keep people safe. And I think at some point, you know, we're going to have to trust that um, he's he's making an informed decision with all the experts weighing in. And yes, there are still going to be people who get sick. There are still going to be people who tragically will die from this, but we have to go forward and we can't let fear literally bring our country to its knees yeah. in terms of economic collapse because that exactly. that will happen if this goes on for several months that's mark milton this is the mark milton show everybody just calls me smash st louis how you doing let me throw this at you college we're talking the pros and everything but college now you don't have basketball you don't have football in college and the money that comes off of that that subsidizes the lesser sports that's what they call them tennis golf teams, you're going to lose that. And there's an endangerment now at the college level. And just as they were starting to pay these players, now there's nowhere to be paid, nothing coming. Yeah, so the revenue sports, as they call them, football, yeah. basketball, I I think, and keep in mind, a lot of most, I would say most even Division One programs yeah. uh, don't even necessarily make money off of football. Right. So it's really the top tier that generates a profit, if you will. Yeah. And so without that revenue, absolutely. I mean, you're going to see athletic departments all over the country yeah. have to make scholarships some really hard decisions. Scholarships, whether we eliminate sports altogether, certain sports, yeah. uh, the non-revenue sports, like you said, the gymnastics, golf, right, bowling, whatever it may be that right. just frankly do not generate money for the schools. Um, but you're also, I think, universities – you know, shouldn't be immune from the economic pain we're, we're all experiencing. Yep. And, you know, you look at certain universities that have these, you know, billion dollar endowments and, you know, and they're tax exempt organizations. And you think, well, shouldn't they be able to dip into that money to, right. to ride the wave a little bit? So I don't have a tremendous amount of sympathy for the institutions themselves. My, you know, concern is more with the student athletes and 
you know, for example, I mean, it's just heartbreaking to think about all the college basketball players right. who didn't get to participate in an NCAA tournament, will right. never get to participate in an NCAA tournament. Yep. Um, and so, you know, it will, it will be something that in the grand scheme of things, when people are dying, it's not that big of a deal, but, um, would certainly something that, uh, is, is going to have long lasting, uh, effects. Well, you know, it, it makes me think that if something like, uh, shoot bowling is, I didn't know they had bowling teams in college. I think some do. Yeah. Well, then I would say when this all comes back, let's bring on some croquet, <laughs> But that's just me thinking out loud and the sports that I'm capable of doing, at least in the backyard. Let me throw this at you here because this could be quite big, too. What is an essential business? They're saying sports is an essential business, so much so that the WWE professional wrestling is considered an essential business. So, yeah, you're going to have all the SmackDown, WrestleMania, all that kind of stuff whenever that lands. But it's not going to be anybody except the wrestlers, and then again comes. Well, these guys are bleeding on each other, even though it's choreographed, sweating it on is? each other. No, it isn't. What? No, it's, of course it's not. <laughs> and uh, and sweating on each other. And uh, it's kind of like, Vince McMahon, why would you let this happen? But then again, at the same time, and this is from their Orlando uh, gymnasium, whatever they got down there, Vince McMahon made a big contribution to the state of Florida, after they said, yeah, this is an essential sport, let's go. So do you see essential business, do you see sports as an essential business? Uh, who knows what that means at this point? Uh, right? That's a good point. I, who I does know what it means? People are out and about in Michigan right now. There's a huge uproar over the governor uh, forcing Lowe's, Home Depot, some of the big box stores from roping off what is considered yeah. non-essential. And I think the more the government tries to make these calls in terms of what is and what isn't essential, the more outrage there's going to be. People aren't going to tolerate, um, in my opinion, long-term restrictions on their liberty, on their ability yeah. to go out and do the things. For example, if you're at home right now, and yeah, I've been doing a lot of home improvement projects around the house, right. you know, gardening, just, just things like that. And if I want to go out to Lowe's and purchase things that I need to do those projects and keep safe distance and wear a mask and, and be mindful of, of, you know, who I may be exposing or who it may be exposing me. I think we should be able to do that. I think we need to let common sense sort of dictate, you know, what, what controls. And, um, I don't think we need the government telling us what is and what isn't essential, especially when we've seen such as the WWE situation, sort of these arbitrary lines. And yeah. I think that, uh, yeah, at some arbitrary. point, at some point, you know, people are going to become fed up with being told what they can and can't do. Um, and so, uh, hopefully we don't reach that point. Hopefully we can get things, um, rolling again and, and not have as draconian of res restrictions on people, but, right. uh, you know, remains to be seen, I guess. Smash with you right here. That is a very astute fellow. That is the St. Louis tax lawyer. We're talking all kinds of stuff here and you can find him at stltaxlawyer.com, not only for your own personal needs, but also for what's going on as far as this show is concerned. We'll direct you to that when you get there, stltaxlawyer.com. And remember, Smash, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision. Yes. It should not be based solely on advertisements. <laughs> Bingo, my man. Hey, we're back in just a moment here. You got it on the mark. Milton, show.